Welcome back to the Money Clip Podcast. Today we have a special guest, Victor Charles, the co-founder of Coca Mercado. How are you doing? Hey, Ray. I'm good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, man. I mean, you're doing awesome things in the WeFunder campaign right now. I'm also your lead investor. I know it's closing up maybe a few hours left on the campaign. I know you have a bunch of exciting news to kind of talk about. Could you kind of walk the listeners, you know, how you kind of got started with your company and kind of backstory being like a two-time founder and things like that? Yeah, no, sounds good. Definitely. Uh, So I started this company with my brother, Kevin. Uh, Him and I moved to New York back in 2013. Uh, And then back then we started our first company, which uh, was a Bitcoin exchange platform for Venezuela. And uh, we ran that company for three years. And during that time, uh, you know, when we launched, we we saw Bitcoin as a way for people in, in my country, in Venezuela, to, uh, number one, hedge against inflation, and number two, uh, be able to move money in and out of the country, given the uh, money restrictions that were in place back then. And, you know, through that platform, we learned that a few of our customers were actually using the platform to uh, send money uh, to their family back home uh, using crypto. So obviously we're talking about, you know, crypto savvy people that, you know, were in the crypto space and they saw the opportunity to uh, make more uh, bucks by selling their, their Bitcoins for, for Bolivars, which were trading at, at a premium and, you know, uh, send, send money to their family back home. So that was kind of like our first experience, uh, you know, with the remittances space and, you know, our, ourselves being immigrants, uh, also, you know, sending money uh, to, to some of our family members back home you know, from time to time, uh, we're also, you know, uh, understood kind of like, you know, that space. And, and then uh, in, in, the, in the following years, uh, as the situation in Venezuela continued to worsen, uh, more migrants started leaving the country. So, you know, we, we started seeing in the news how this remittance space in Venezuela was growing. So, uh, and even the, uh, the inefficient way that, you know, the remittances market in Venezuela worked, uh, we decided we saw it as an opportunity to uh, create a product that would make it sim- more simple for, you know, these migrants to be able to support their beloved ones back home. Uh, so actually our first idea um, was to create a payment system that would allow, uh, you know, migrants to send money to their families back home using crypto or, you know, in this case, a stable coin pegged to the U.S. dollar. Um, however, one thing led to another and we ended up learning that around 80% uh, of the of the money that is sent home by migrants is spent on food and medicine, uh, so we saw we saw it as a way for us to create a, a much simpler product that will solve this you know such a critical need for people to you know basically help help uh, put food on the table for their families back home. Uh, so we ended up launching that plat- platform first as a way for us to you know uh, go after some market share. Uh, create a brand that you know migrants could trust, and uh, and then eventually launch the wallet. So um, that's kind of like you know how we started. You know, uh, since, since we launched in January 2019, uh, we've been getting a lot of traction. Uh, we got some investment, uh, and we've been growing a lot ever since. As of now, we have done more than 18 million dollars uh, in, in GMV. Uh, we have more than 100,000 users. Uh, you know. Uh, clients are located in more than 100 countries around the world uh, you know we're talking about Venezuela migrants that um, you know that no matter where they are they still have some sort of connection you know to uh, Venezuela and, and they, they try to help their beloved ones back home by you know sending them food medicine or money so 
um, yeah, that's kind of like our story and how we ended up here. Yeah, and you know, just a few conferences that we've had, you know, throughout the weeks in the last few months, I was really, you know, kind of inspired by um, the mission that you all are doing currently. I know in certain locations in the world, the technology isn't quite built out yet. So when I hear about companies that are working in spaces that are up and coming and growing, it's a super, super, you know, green flag for me to go ahead and get involved, you know, because, you know, just in Latin American space itself, as far as funding goes, I mean, it's over 100 million, 200 million, 300 million, I think maybe close to even a billion possibly within the last year is in total VC funding for Latin American um, businesses and startups. Yeah, no, definitely. That's, that's very exciting because, you know, even when, uh, you know, we, we launched back in 2019, uh, you know, we, we, already, we already noticed there was this appetite for, you know, VCs in, Latin, in the Latin American market, uh, you know, seeing cases such as Rappi, which, you know, uh, was a Colombian startup and ended up expanding to other countries in Latin America and, and quickly reached unicorn status. And especially over the last, you know, years, uh, we've seen uh, more unicorns starting to pop up in Mexico, Brazil, so it's definitely interesting times for, you know, Latin American founders to uh, create products that solve the needs of, you know, the people in these markets, which, as you probably know, there are way many problems, there are way, way too many challenges out there. So it's great to see this new wave of entrepreneurs try to solve them all. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, for the listeners, you know, can you kind of walk us through like some of the accomplishments you had, you know, just, I guess, this year alone as it relates to your company and maybe indoor funding? Yeah, no, absolutely. So a uh, few of our recent accomplishments uh, include, uh, number one, uh, you know, we, over a month ago, we launched the, the beta version of the wallet, which is something amazing, given the fact that it's something that we, you know, come, especially coming from crypto, you know, from our crypto background, something that, you know, we've been wanting to do for a long time. And, you know, we're, we're currently testing it with around 100 of our customers. So really excited about that. Um, also, we recently raised five hundred thousand uh, dollars, which we're going to use to uh, for, to accelerate the development of the wallet, and hopefully take us to the next level uh, next year. Awesome, awesome. So I know when we kind of talked briefly, we mentioned uh, that you all actually were part of the YC Batch twenty nineteen. Can you kind of talk about like how YC is you know is a great incubator for people to get involved in and how successful it can help people? Um, and getting to the next level in their startup? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, YC was definitely a great experience for us since day one. Uh, so it's, it's actually funny because, you know, we first applied to Y Combinator, it was November 2018. Uh, we made it to the, to the interview. And at that moment, we had the uh, idea of the wallet, you know, like allowing people to send money back home in the form of a stable coin. And we had the idea of the marketplace as an MVP, right? So, you know, it was just uh, me and my brother and our co-founder, Francisco, uh, you know, with, with an idea, pretty much. You know, we didn't have a product out there. However, it was interesting enough for them to invite us to an interview uh, in, in, in Silicon Valley. Uh, however, um, you know, when we told them about the, the wallet, they had a lot of questions, right? You know, it wasn't something that was tested already. Uh, and then at, towards the end of the interview, we, we told them about... Um, the, the, the MVP idea, right, like the, the marketplace. And they really liked that, you know, they saw it as, as a product that will solve, you know, a very like, you know, strong need. And it was way easier to execute on given the fact that, you know, we wouldn't need to uh, apply for expensive, you know, 
licenses to become a money transmitter, money transmitter company in every jurisdiction that we wanted to operate in. Um, so, you know, they, they actually turned us down on the first, uh, the first time. Uh, but you know they 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 gave us they gave us that advice to you know launch that MVP idea which uh, we ended up doing you know like I think it was probably a month after that interview we ended up launching launching Coco Mercado in, in January 2019 and we we started quickly quickly you know gaining traction and customers and uh, still start continued to increase month over month. Uh, until we uh, applied to Y Combinator again, uh, I think it was around April 2018. We made it to the to an interview again, uh, and that time, you know, once we told them that we actually, uh, you know, continued their advice, and we had, you know, some traction, num- you know, numbers, something that we could show. Uh, they they liked us, you know. They they really liked that, you know. I think something they really appreciate is you know a founder's ability to execute and show progress. So that time around, we ended up being accepted, and yeah, for us, it was you know very uh, life changing experience. I think you know YC. It's uh, the way I see it, it's a, it's a startup school, right? Like you you learn a bunch of things. You you learn how to uh, pitch to investors. You learn how to think in terms of you know. Uh, focus on your metrics, you know, uh, continue to grow uh, every week, uh, especially at the beginning. Um, so, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's something that definitely helps you uh, put you on the radar, right, for other investors, for the startup community, for other founders. Uh, it's a great network to, you know, be a part of. So, you know, for us, it was, uh, we consider ourselves very lucky to have been accepted, and especially considering the fact that uh, we were not only a, a, ben, a you know, Latin American startup, but a, a Venezuelan startup, which which is even uh, more rare, right? Uh, given the, the political and economic situation in Venezuela, but I guess for us it was just you know um, showing how a problem can you know become an opportunity. Uh, and in this case, you know, it was the, the remittances market, uh, which you know was growing exponentially, and not only in Venezuela but also in, in other you know emerging countries. So they really like that and. Uh, yeah, as I said, uh, for us, it was, you know, a game changer, uh, you know, we could still benefit from, you know, being part of that community. Uh, you know, we have these group chats with, you know, other founders, amazing founders from, you know, uh, Latin America, the US, Europe, uh, you know, I'm, I'm even in a group chat with, you know, the, the, the founder of Rappi, which, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy given the fact that, you know, that thing during their last valuation, you know, it's more than six billion or something like that. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's amazing to be surrounded by, you know, great-minded entrepreneurs. So, yeah. So I know everyone's really excited for next year. Um, what are your plans for Coco Mercado next year? And, you know, with all the funding you guys raised this year? Yeah, no, that's a good question. For us, um, our mission as a company right now is to reinvent remittances for the unbanked or and underbanked. Uh, so we're, we're, for next year, we're trying to do two things. Number one, you know, consolidate in Venezuela, and number two, expand to other markets. So uh, we're thinking Mexico and Colombia. We have yet to uh, work on you know what what's going to be the go-to-market strategy, uh, uh, you know, to enter those markets because uh, you know even though. Um, all countries in well most countries in Latin America speak Spanish uh, you know still they have their own you know uh, differences right in terms of you know cult- cultural differences uh, you know regulations uh, uh, so you know we, we have to carefully analyze um, 
which markets we're going to enter, how we're going to do it. Uh, but yeah, expansion is some, something that we're definitely going to be doing and working on uh, next year. Excellent. Hey, well, Victor, uh, I know you're doing amazing things right now. Uh, you know, you have my full support. Anyway, I can help assist you, especially with the remaining time period of the campaign and on to your next, you know, possible Series A. So for people that are listening, you know, what are something what are some things they can do to kind of get involved and help push forward the Coco Mercado uh, movement? Yeah, well, I guess right now we're hiring. <laughs> so, uh, if, you know, anyone that's listening is either an engineer or, or, you know, product manager, you know, you know, and you're looking for, you know, your next uh, adventure, you know, definitely come talk to us. Uh, you know, we're looking for talent right now to help us, you know, execute on, on our on, on our vision. So um, that's that's number one. Number two, I guess, uh, if you're someone who sends, if you're an immigrant and you're someone who sends money to a family member back home, you know, feel free to reach out to us, you know, give, give us your thoughts on what we're building, your feedback, and, you know, that's, that's you know, highly appreciated. All right. Well, thank you, Victor, for coming on the Money Club podcast today. Um, I'm going to continue to support you and help share information related to the vision of Poco Mercado. Um, I'm really excited that I'm part of this journey with you. And I'll also reach out to my network as well to see if I know anyone that's in those particular areas of specialties that can help you move your product forward. So thanks again and uh, all the best. Sounds good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.